It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. At the end of the season, Jamal Mosley said the Magic needed to level up. Well, what does that mean? We're going to dive into that question, plus talk about the Magic keeping Admiral Schofield. It's coming up on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Magic. Today is July 25th, 2022. My name is Phil Prosper. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we're going to dive into a little bit about what Jamal Mosley is talking about when he says the team needs to level up. We're going to talk a little bit about what that means in practice and, and how Mosley kind of added some layers onto that as we get ready for the regular season to begin. Obviously, we still got a long way to go about until that, so it's time for some philosophical thinking. We'll also clean up some news nuggets that came out over the weekend, including the Magic re-signing Admiral Schofield to a two-way contract. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Locked On podcasts, covering every single team in the NBA, and we are still going strong even through the offseason. Check them out wherever you download podcasts or search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Reminder, the Orlando Magic got their marching orders, got their goals for next season at the end of last season, at the end of the 2022 season. The Orlando Magic had defeated the Miami Heat in a game that was meaningless to both teams. The games they needed, so who's about the results now, but um, the Magic game. And everyone need to win season. Everyone is really optimistic and really excited about what's coming this season. Um, it's it's a kind of astounding. Um, it's it's you know credit to a lot of different things, but it's a credit that the Magic are still feeling so good about where things stand and, and what they're doing. Obviously, though, they will. I, I think that there are strong arguments, and we'll get into some of those arguments later on in the week, but there are, there are strong arguments to say this team does have play-in tournament, possibly even playoff talent. Uh, and, you know, I don't think the Magic should hide from that goal. I don't think the Magic should necessarily uh, reach that that far uh, above them right now. But this is still a 22-win team. 
that has a lot of work. Jeff Goldman has said it. We're not skipping steps in the process. We're not looking for shortcuts. We're not looking for a sugar high of a playoff appearance. The Magic, it seems, have every intention of building methodically, of going one step at a time, of getting to the next phase and and just getting better. That's, that's the general goal. And so on that day, back in April, where the Magic beat the Miami Heat, you know, there was a lot of optimism. There's a lot of good feelings and good vibes and a feeling of, of hope for the future. But Jamal Mosley did lay down, gauntlet's too strong of a word, but did lay down a, a directive that now it's time to level up. The goal for next season is to level up, and that is in quotation marks. Those were Jamal Mosley's direct words. Of course, that's pretty, abs- you know, that, 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 that's a buzzword. We know that all the coaches have coach speak. You know, we echo it because we're trying to decipher what that means and, 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 and try and hold a team to a standard and say, okay, well, the Magic's goal next season is to level up. So, so what does that mean? How, like, how do we evaluate who this Magic team is trying to be and what this Magic team is trying to accomplish here in the next year. Like, I, I will say this, that what my is when I uh, watch the team, when I, you know, kind of evaluate the team, is I want to hold them, at the very least, to the standard they're setting for themselves. So again, last season, it was about getting better over the course of the year. It was about development. It was about, you know, kind of getting a feel for everything. You know, we understood last year was a throwaway year. I've already posited here on this podcast that next season is, is sort of a proof of concept season. It's a season where the Magic need to start showing that they are taking steps in the right direction, that they are growing in the right ways, uh, and and beginning to, you know, that they are growing in the right, right ways and are beginning to, to, to have a sense that, hey, they can win. And not only just win, but win at a decent, you know, win at, at a potentially high level moving forward. You know, the reason why, you know, I, I don't think the Magic are, are you know, I, I I think the Magic are due to make a kind of Donovan Mitchell type trade. But the reason why I don't think that time is now is because we don't know what this team is trying to be. Now, Donovan Mitchell will make would make this team a lot better. They'd be a playoff team immediately. But I, I don't think that's the team's ultimate goal, that the team wants to do more than just make the playoffs. They want to be uh, a factor. They want to be uh, something a whole lot more. So that's that's part of what's at play here. That's part of what we have to discuss and, and, and how we have to figure out and evaluate this team. Again, at the end of the day, that's what we're focused on. Let's, how do we evaluate this team? And so, yes, undoubtedly, baseline, just starting off, the Magic have to level up. You know, I, I, I don't remember if Mosley said it this directly, but I remember, you know, getting home from work that day. I, I, I work evenings for my day job, but I remember getting home from work that evening, firing up the post-game press conferences from the Magic. It was their, they, they, it was their exit interviews. They didn't do any availability after that game. Um, and and I, remember, I remember just get this distinctly feeling when I heard Jamal Mosley say, say, okay, now we have to level up. It was a 22-win season, a season where we are out of the picture in December or January. That kind of season 
is just going to be unacceptable. The Magic do not want to be in this position again. They got their number one pick. You know, yes, next year's draft is very, very good. No one's questioning that. The Magic aren't interested in doing this again. They want to start climbing the ladder. They want to start kind of taking steps. Now, it, it Jeff Weltman, John Hammond, that, that group, Jamal Mosley even, they're not going to to say directly that, hey, we think we're a playoff team or, or our expectation is to be a playoff team. They're not going to do that. But they do expect this team to take steps forward, to give them a sense of what's missing and, and figure out how to bring that into the fold all while nurturing development and growth from players that they want to build around. That's, again, what this season is about. That is what I mean by a proof-of-concept season. It's a season to help this team figure out what comes next by allowing this young group the opportunity to show what they can do, to to give them a chance. That's really what's at stake this season. It's it's, it's not about the win-loss total, although that needs to certainly improve. It's not about where the Magic finish, although certainly not at the bottom of the standings, not playing for ping pong balls. It's about figuring out who this young team is. And that too is what leveling up is about. And I want to make sure that we dig deeper into this concept and dig deeper into what Jamal Mosley means when he says it's time to level up because they are big, weighty ideas and really important ideas for a young team trying to take that next step. We're going to talk about that here coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out, to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. The last I checked, they were offering an over-under on Paolo Bancaro's stat lines. I believe it was 17.5 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game. Uh, last I checked, it was minus one, 115 for each. So, Again, still getting a feel for what Paolo might be able to do, but you know we all expect big things out of Paolo Bancaro. If he can get to 18.5 points per game in his rookie year, I think that would be a heck of a rookie season. Um, 8.5 rebounds per game. Uh, I don't think that's impossible, but um, he didn't rebound particularly well in the summer league. Um, so head to bet online today. Prove me wrong or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does leveling up mean? When Jamal Mosley talks 
about the team needing to level up. What does that mean? You know, he gave a brief description of it during, I believe it was the broadcast of the Magic's loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder during Summer League, but he gave a, a really good explanation of it on the Road Trippin' podcast. He coached Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson when they were both with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Good friends with them. They had that on at the same time. Pretty much the entire Magic roster uh, jumped in at one point during the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, definitely go back and listen to that. Um, but as they were getting ready to leave, as they were getting ready to go on to their next guest, um, the, the the host of the show asked Jamal Mosley uh, specifically, you know, what are the expectations for your team? What do you want to see from the Orlando Magic this coming season? And I want to read Mosley's quote verbatim here. So Mosley responds, quote, it's hard to say expectations because we're going to be better. We're going to have to be better. I keep telling our guys, and the saying for me is just level up. They keep saying, what does that mean? We're going to compete more. We're going to pay attention to detail, hold each other's feet to the fire more on the court where they understand that the level of how we're going of how we're going to play. Not making the same mistakes over again. Now in the podcast, they uh jokingly say over it's what young players do. In essence, you know, obviously the goal is to be better, is to see the results is is, is record be better. But very, very clearly. What leveling up means is not that the Magic don't take the game seriously or don't take um, things seriously. It's to draw on the experience that they have and to be more more serious about the task at hand or to have a better understanding of what that task is. Look, this is still my biggest concern with this Orlando Magic team is this group is insanely young still. Again, the Magic are bringing back the same rosters last year. Gary Harris is one of the veterans on the team at 29, I think. Terrence Ross is 31, 32, um, and we don't know how much longer he's going to be on the team still. Um, you know, Markel Fultz feels like a veteran. He's, what, 23, 24 years old? This is a team that is short on that experience to draw from. And so there's still going to be mistakes made this season. But what Mosley is, is saying here is, look, all of you, with the exception of Paolo Bancaro and Caleb Houston, obviously, have been through... Last season was about something. It was about getting good work habits. It was about showing your commitment to the process, showing your commitment to the team, showing your commitment to your teammates, um, learning to enjoy the work and enjoy the grind. That's what... That's one of the things, I'm not going to say it's the only thing, but that was certainly one of the things the team was hoping to get out of last year. And, and honestly, like you look at this team, A, they all love each other. They, they're, they're, this is an extremely tight group. But B, we can all say that, yeah, they worked hard. They're all hard workers. And, and one of the reasons why I think we expect them to be better is because of that. The Magic got draft hard workers. They don't draft guys that want to cut corners or aren't going to come into the gym late. I mean, shoot, Terrence Ross is still in the Amway Center gym every day. Uh, you know, Cole Anthony posts video of himself in the gym every day. Chumo Kiki was doing a pickup run. It looked like in Atlanta um, that got that got posted on, on social media. Uh, wearing a freaking polo under his jersey. Um, these guys want to work hard. That's not the concern. Um, but what's that old saying? You know, don't work hard, work smart. Now it's about working smart. Now it's about working toward 
learning how to win, working toward being a better team overall on the court. That takes a certain level of understanding. And and, and that's what Jamal Mosley, I think, is ultimately centering on when he says this needs to level up. He's centering on this notion that, hey, we've got to be locked in for 48 minutes. I know I said this throughout the course of the season. The Magic were capable of playing a 40-minute game. That's a college game. They're a young team. Makes sense. They could play at a, at a sustainably good level, in my opinion, most nights. They're about 40 minutes. But those last eight minutes are everything. In those last eight minutes, you could be down by 20. You could be down by 25 to some teams in the NBA if you, if you slack off for eight minutes. Finding ways to limit those downtimes, to still find a way to stay in the game when the shots aren't falling, when the defense is, is struggling to, to, to get a grip. That's the biggest challenge for a team like the Orlando Magic. That's the biggest thing. And, and, and learning the details, learning, okay, if this isn't working, you go to this. Or, you know, this is what this player is going to do. If I'm not going to make my shots, they're not going to make their shots either. It's, it's these little details, these little things that come up. It's learning from your mistakes. Yes, it, it is really that simple. It's understanding what a good shot is and not giving in to frustration and not giving in to uh, to any mistakes that you might be making. That's part of what leveling up is. It's about being more precise. It's about being more detail-oriented. It's about understanding, ultimately, what it's going to take to win it. And, and that's the hardest thing to learn. Like I'm not going to sit here and say that it's going to be perfect. The Magic might, might have leveled up by the end of the season here, but there's going to be bumps in the road. This is a young team. Still going to make mistakes. Still going to kind of, still going to be in bad spots sometimes. Still going to go through these long droughts. It's not going to be so simple. It's not going to be, be easy all the time. There is going to be a lot of work to do. And, and like Mosley said, it's going to be about holding each other accountable to that standard. To say, hey, how can I help you do your job? Or, or hey, you got to do this. You know, again, and, and it has to come from a place of love. It can't be something divisive. But to be a great team, there's there's got to be that understanding of like, we got to hold each other to account. We're all pushing and striving for the same thing. We've got to all be rowing this boat together. That's what it means to level up. And there's certainly already hints that that's happening. Um, you know, I, I think one of the key moments of the season, back in January, the Orlando Magic are on a four-game losing streak. They have the Chicago Bulls in town. They're up at the half, and Wendell Carter stands up uh, in the locker room unprompted and says, hey, we got to be focused and locked in this third quarter. We've been giving up leads in the third quarter. We've been giving up. De- we've been getting blown out in the, these third quarters. We got to stand up and make a stand here. And, you know, Wendell Carter is a voice of leadership in that locker room. Don't tell me otherwise. And the Mavs, they lost the third quarter of that game, but they stayed in it. They didn't get blown out. They didn't lose their lead. They kept their lead. They won that game. It's going to take moments like that. It's going to take understanding like that. It's going to take guys being able to give constructive criticism to level up in the way the Magic are hoping to do so. 
That is part of what the Magic are trying to do this year. And it's very, very clear that they have this directive. They have this idea of what comes next. And again, that will ultimately be the standard that we hold them to when we get to the regular season, which is still so, so far off. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic were not done with their roster on... Uh, the Magic are not done with their roster completely. Um, you know, we're, we're close to today's show out, talking a little bit about the move that the Magic made on Friday. Uh, the Orlando Magic re-signing Admiral Schofield to a two-way contract um, that does bring their roster now up to 17 players, 16 players under contract, one two-way contract player. So they do have one additional two-way contract spot. They also still have... Um, three more ro- roster spots available that they can fill before training camp. In training camp, will the end of training camp uh, by the end of the preseason uh, to get to 15 for the regular season. We will have that debate later on. We'll figure out what the Magic might do there or, or what's what's kind of going to be at stake when we get closer to training camp. But um, I think there is a really important point, though, to bring up regarding Admiral Schofield and, 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 and what this says about what the Magic are trying to do. Um... I think I've sat in this chair and I've talked a little bit about the Magic's two-way contract strategy. Um, I, I will say it is not necessarily one that I agree with. Uh, I, I'm not... I, I think I think most teams around the league are still figuring out how they want to use these two-way contracts. Um, so again, I, I don't think there's any one set way to do this or one set way that teams are using this tool. And it's still fairly new enough that I think there's a bunch of different approaches to how this how teams use it. Um, I think what a lot of a lot of fans maybe assumed how it would be used is you use it on a high level players, you know, maybe your best G League player or high level players um, that you know you're not ready to give a full roster spot to, but gives them the time to develop and, and grow into the roster spot. If this were a you know honestly, if the G League were a true minor league system, that is how a two way contract would be used. You'd use it on a player that you want to keep around but either don't have the roster space for or don't want to put on the main roster yet. Uh, you sign them to a two-way deal. They spend most of the year in the G League, spend some time in the in the NBA, and eventually they grow into the roster. You eventually sign them onto the roster. That's how a true minor league system would work. Uh, the NBA, they're trying here. Uh, again, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think the G League's largely been a success. Um, but... It's it's not a true minor league system in in that in that sense. Um, again, the Magic have had some success. Barson Gortat spent some time on their on their G League team way back in the day. Uh, you know, Devin Kennedy on the current roster has been a pretty big success. Um, you know, as far as just finding someone who at least has 
been intriguing enough to bring in the NBA, but um, that's not ultimately how the Magic have used their two-way contracts. The Magic have largely used their two-way contracts on kind of young veteran players, on players that they know exactly what they're getting. And while they may not have the highest ceiling, they may not have the 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 most talent or the ability to really kind of entrench themselves in the roster and kind of you know grow in that way. They are guys that the team can depend on, and if the Magic know they have to use Admiral Schofield, they know exactly what they're getting. You know, Schofield is a good player. You know, I I, I like Sco, I like Schofield. Um, I don't think he's ultimately an NBA player. I think he's just an undersized power forward. Um, he's not a good enough three point shooter to kind of make up for that lack of size. He's not a good enough defender to make up for that lack of size. Although I think he is a a, a decent defender. Not super quick on the perimeter, not super big in the post. So, you know, he's there are tweeners still in the league. Um, you know, tweener is not as dirty a word um, as it used to be back when there's traditional positions. Admiral Schofield is a tweener. Um, he is probably not a he's a forward of some type, but it's not clear what type of forward he is. Um, again, your position is who you can defend. I still ask, you know, who can Admiral Schofield defend? You watched him at Summer League, I think he did. A decent job protecting the paint and being in the right spots, but teams were still able to attack him on the back end. And I remember watching him during summer league. I'm like, he is in the right spots. He's doing everything this team is asking for. Um, when that's Franz Wagner, when that's Jonathan Isaac, teams aren't going to score. But it's Admiral Schofield, and teams are going to score. And that's just kind of what it is. But again, kind of not. Um, the point is, use Admiral Schofield at some point in the season. And again, two-way players are break glass in case of emergency guys, for the most part. If the Magic do have to use Admiral Schofield, they know exactly what they're getting. He is not inconsistent. He knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't go beyond his role. He's not trying to do more than his role. Even in the G League level, he's a pretty high-level G League player, but he averages only, averages only like 12, points per, or 12, 15, 16 points per game um, in his 12 appearances in the G League last year. Um, he is not going to do anything beyond himself. He's just going to play his role and play it well. And... and over and over and over and over and over again, those are the kind of players the Magic have sought with their two-way contract. So now a, a clear strategy emerges with the Magic's two-way contract and, and leaves you asking the question, well, how are the Magic going to fill that second two-way spot? It's very, very clear that the Magic just want guys with veteran know-how. They're not a veteran team. They're not, you know, they've got plenty of guys with high upsides that may or may not reach them. With their G League, with their two-way contracts to help support their G League team, they want guys who just know what they're doing, know their limitations, play within them, and just play their roles perfectly, whether that's in the G League as one of the top scorers or coming up to the main roster and filling out that bench and filling out that rotation. That's what the Magic want in their two-way players. Now, again, I think the Magic should be a little bit more adventurous with their two-way contracts. I think the Magic should be looking for diamonds in the rough. Um, I think... You know, I think Caleb Houston probably would have been, you know, Caleb Houston earned his contract here. Um, I think he would have benefited from a gap year in Lakeland or potentially, I, I still think he'll spend a decent amount of time in Lakeland. I think he will still spend his fair share uh, share there. Uh, it's, it's, it's still a, a, an experiment to figure out what you're going to do with these two-way contracts. So you don't want to belabor the point too much or, or, or consider it that big of a deal. Like I, I, I get, I, I still get comments from people who are like, "Oh, the Magic 
shouldn't have shut down Paolo. They needed to win Summer League. It's just like, no, you got to keep your eye on the big prize here and on the big picture. And this two-way, you know, two-way contracts are nice tools, and I think they could be used a little bit better. Um, but at the end of the day, most of these guys are filling out your rotation or end-of-the-bench guys. And, and the Magic have had to use their two-way contract players heavily over the last few years because of all the injuries they faced. Um, but again, that's why the Magic sought stability. That's why the Magic are seeking guys that they know exactly what they're going to get because they may have to rely on them with all the injuries that they face. Um, and, and again, in that sense, Admiral Schofield fits. In that sense, Admiral Schofield is a solid addition guy who knows exactly what the Magic expect of him, knows exactly what the Magic are doing. And if the Magic need to use him, they don't have to worry that he's going to try to do too much or that he's not going to know what the expectations are for him and his role. That's why I think the Magic ultimately went back to Admiral Schofield. He did a great job in Summer League. I know the stats don't show it. I think he, I think he was part of the personnel problem that I've described when, I, when I've talked a little bit about Summer League. Um, but I think the Magic really do trust him uh, and know exactly what he's going to do. Um, I think that second two-way spot's either going to go to Devin Kennedy um, or I think Justin James, another kind of veteran guy, He's played a couple years in the G League already. Had a cup of tea with the with the Sacramento Kings, a cup of coffee with the Sacramento Kings. Um, I think that he is another player uh, who the Magic would value as a veteran guy who knows exactly what he's doing. We saw that in, in summer league. To be perfectly honest, where he didn't try to do too much, still made a positive impact even when he was kind of playing a secondary role. And, and I think that's what the Magic are looking here again. I don't fully agree with this strategy. I, I, I would like to see them take a little bit of a swing somewhere, but. Um, you know, again, I think it's perfectly understandable, and at least it's consistent. Again, that, 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 that's something there, too. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at RR underscore MD. You can, follow, you can subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tune in him Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We're going to talk about some uh, things that will have to go right for the Orlando Magic to make their playoff push on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Get all the latest from around the league uh, from local experts like me, as well as our national hosts on the Locked On NBA podcast. Make that your second listen of the day. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, here at Locked On Magic. Another episode of Lockdown. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.